Welcome to Romance with a Cocktail. I'm Peter. And I'm Ashley. And we're married! Today we're going to be discussing real, R-E-E-L, what is this, uh, a true Hollywood story or something like that? What is the... Yeah, it's like a Hollywood renaissance or something. Yeah, Hollywood renaissance, that's right. series she's writing. Oh, is that what it is? It's a series. There's a second one uh, Uh. with uh, Monk and Verity. Mm, Monk and Verity. It's not out yet, though. Okay. I looked. I would have read it. It's it's exciting. (laughs) You would have read it? Oh, yeah. See what happened? So you really like the love scenes, huh? (laughs) I just like to read about characters that I've already met in a previous. Are you sure? Book. Because there's there's some distinct um, there's some distinct styles of writing that uh, this author uses. Yes, I told you that. I it was an interesting juxtaposition. You sure that's not the reason you want to read the? I'm sequel? sure. I'm sure. Are you sure? I am. I don't I know. I just want to see what their backstory is because it was teased. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, before we get into it, what do we have to drink today? Okay, it's cheers. Pink, red. You've had a lot of red drinks lately. Well, it tastes like any drink you've had recently. Lemon. Lemon? Is that lemon? Mm-hmm. That's what. That's basically all I taste is lemon. Oh, well, then it's you probably like it. Yeah, what is it? It's an Ella Fitzgerald. Mm. That's fitting mm-hmm. for the novel. And so it's gin? It is. Okay. Gin, lemon, and then what's making it red? Grenadine? Campari. Oh, Campari. Yeah, it's very lemon to me. Mm-hmm. Not bad, though. No. All right, now we're back to recording. <laughs> okay. After some technical difficulties. Mostly I was wiggling too much. Yeah. Um, so good drink, Ella Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. All right, so what did you think? Well, it was a little explicit. I don't know if you noticed the explicit okay, part. I think it might be the most explicit we've read, and we've read some fairly explicit novels. Yeah, I was very excited to see that there was ass eating highlighted. But it was more. It was not a lot of um, clitoral descriptions. It was the direct description that was very like um, of the clitoris. Of that, the p word was very frequent. the p word panties. No. <laughs> not saying penis no <laughs> pussy yes i can't believe you just said that but it was said many times the p word yes um and it was again it wasn't really what they did it was the way it was just described so explicitly mm-hmm. that it was almost jarring it's not like i mind a good steamy scene but it was a little bit jarring mm. because the novel was really emotional. Yeah, you said you cried, huh? I know, and you said you didn't even have a tear. No. Um, it was really emotional, and they were, like, very sweet together. And then all of a sudden, it would just be, like, a really explicit. But maybe that's how life is if you think about it. So maybe she was really trying to make it real. Is that how life is for you? <laughs> Life just goes on, the and then you have <laughs> explicit scenes here and there. 
So <laughs> talking about the book. I was just posing that. What do you think? Isn't do you think that's how life is kind of? Oh, I don't know. I I mean, there's a lot to life. Mm-hmm. Well, th- relationship that, that we fail to describe. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just, you know, not maybe not something that you want to or care to really I know and you prefer the closed door of the last book I don't mind some explicit scenes if there's like something to it I don't know I mean this one was not that uh I'm not sure it was that interesting the no I actually think it was the least interesting thing that's what I mean like to me it was a little bit jarring in the book like there were other things that I liked and didn't like about it, but in general, mm-hmm. those scenes, I was kind of like, okay, let's let's be done with this and get back to the story. Yeah. Um, whereas he, some novels, you may just prefer the scene, the steamy scenes, to most of what's do being you, written. Do you remember when Donald Trump said he just like grabs people by the the p word, as you would say? Do you remember when he said that? Yeah. Did you notice that the first time that they like? get together like on a date he does that to her yeah, well, did that's you notice what I mean. that i don't i mean i did like, not associate it with in donald the foy- trump for in sure. the foyer of her house they're like that's what i mean like from the very beginning he just like goes down her like, pants super explicit <laughs> yes i was like whoa i like a little tension building <laughs> and you know um and he's like already down her pants like the first time that they're i know meeting but even when they're thinking about it from the very beginning when they first meet it's very explicit Mm -hmm. from the first get-go right i mean she has a porn virus on her phone or something remember what there was that was like she like they were like oh she has a virus on her phone from porn or something i guess i missed that part I listened to the whole thing. Oh. It's like eight hours long. I know. I can't believe you were able to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, that's why I never listen. Well, I don't like to listen to romance novels, but in general, because to me, listening to books takes so long. Mm-hmm. Well, I listened to it on two times, so that helped. Oh, okay. Speed, oh, so you speed were up. speeding through the book then. Not a lot to do today, so I couldn't, I couldn't sit and just read. Right. But I did say that the nice thing about it was the one song that's like in the middle was actually sung on the audio Well, one thing that was interesting, because you've had this criticism of several other books we've read where they're like creatives are Mm -hmm. the central characters, that they don't do anything with that. They don't try to show it. They don't try to, Mm -hmm. you know, like they'll make a big deal of them creating something, but then we see nothing that they're creating. This actually did go into... That's true. Fairly significant detail about what they were creating yeah. and the stories they were telling. So that, that mm-hmm. was kind of interesting. Yeah. And that's cool. Did they have different voices, like men and women on there, or it was all one narrator? I think it was just the woman's voice oh. singing. But, I mean, it was good and interesting. Um, I I liked the idea of, like, interspersing that the story of what did they Desi. call it? Desi. Desi. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, In some ways, I wanted to like keep reading their st- that story. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, she's a composite of Bessie Smith and Ella Fitzgerald and a few, like a couple others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read. Did you read the author? Like, yeah, the... but Nina Simone wasn't one of them. No, I noticed that, but she would fit with what, right? Well, at least going to Paris. But right. I, but maybe others have gone to Paris. I don't know. Well, a lot of people did. I mean, well, did any other singers go to Paris? I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. clearly, I. what do I know? But artists, musicians, writers went to Paris. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought that was I thought that was interesting, and I thought it was kind of cleverly done. I mean, there were some ways that she was just telling me too many things that the story showed. Mm-hmm. But that's because I don't really like for people to tell me their feelings about things. I just want to see the story. Yeah. But in general, I thought it was an interesting way yeah. to it incorporate was history. A, a bit predictable on the main plot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, you kind of knew by about halfway through that she was going to get sicker and like that it was going to help her. She was going to reconcile with her sister because they were oh. just telling too much about like, she needed testing, and something else is going on. She seems to be getting a flare-up, but she's not sure, you know? And you're like, oh, I bet that's what's going to happen. And then it did. Well, I knew she was going to get a flare-up. I don't know that I knew she was going to get as sick as she did. Oh, well, I did. I thought, oh, they wouldn't focus this much on it if there wasn't a chance. And I I was guessing that that's what was going to happen. Oh, Okay. And that's what was going to reconcile the family. I didn't know, obviously, that she was going to get diagnosed with full-on lupus and systemic lupus, if you oh, will. Oh, no, right, because I didn't, well, I actually didn't know there were two types. Yeah. So, what the difference would be and, mm-hmm. and all that. But you knew, I just heard, as she was tired and worn out, that she yeah. was going to get sicker. Right. Even though, yeah, it could have been explained by being Because they kept busy, on saying things She kept like saying she was, she was worn out, so and, you knew that it was going to get bad. Yeah. And um, she was losing more hair. Yeah, and then she would have little patches and things, right. and so you're like, oh, this is headed towards something right. bad. Right, why would they bring it up? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is, I mean, that I actually in some ways preferred that. Like, the, the storyline was predictable, but the... The way they dealt with him mm-hmm. and like how he thought about her and supported her, I thought that was pretty good because I've read a lot of romance novels. Well, not a lot, but some romance novels where the main character has like some type of illness, chronic condition. Yeah. I mean,. I did like that he stood up and said, I have a relationship with you. I thought that was pretty cool. And that was like, I guess I was not expecting that. I I didn't expect that was was what was happening at all. I was expecting them to keep it quiet or I wasn't sure what was going to happen. But I definitely didn't expect him to go grab her hand Mm -hmm. and walk with her. Like that was not what I would have thought was going to happen in that moment. So that was good. I, I, I think the most jarring scene was when he decides that he's going to show her how much he wants her by, like, making love to her when she's, like, basically balding and um, she has that big rash all over her skin. Yeah. I thought that was weird. 
Did you think that was weird? I don't know. I mean, I mean, you can show so you care for somebody yeah, without having to be do able it. to. Yes, but if doing it is a very important part of your relationship, and you feel like you can't, and you want to show her that you still want her mm-hmm. when she's probably feeling not like wantable. Think about that for a second. Think about yourself in that situation. You really think that if you were feeling kind of ick and I was like, I'm going to show you how much I want you, would you be, you know, happy about that? Probably not. I don't know. I've never been in that situation. Oh, oh, I don't know about that. Well, I would say, (laughs) though, that there are times when might not be feeling good about myself. And that definitely doesn't hurt in improving how I feel about myself. This is so difficult for me to talk about. But, like, I mean, it makes me feel better. Oh, it does. About myself. Okay. That even if I'm not feeling, like, super cute, like, you still would want me. Yeah, so, so like, that's like a not extreme. So, like, version. if you had like a huge rash or like losing your hair, if I like made you get up and like grab oh, no. grab my hard penis and but was like, see, see what you can do to me, and then made yeah, no, you but, do but, it. But they were again; they had a very like h- kind of hardcore approach <laughs> to lovemaking. <laughs> like it was very like it was different, maybe. Because, yeah, that probably wouldn't work very well. <laughs> so I'll give you that. No, that would not work very well. That was oh, a strange scene. I just... And then what I didn't like about it was... So let's say this... You know, let's say somebody's reading this. And the, the whole idea was... Let me show you how I love you unconditionally. question that came to my mind was can you love somebody unconditionally and not want to have sex with them like at every moment of the day no matter what disease they have and what disfigurement they may have Mm, I don't know it depends because is that the same kind of love if you don't want to get busy with them well maybe you just don't want to like Every moment of the day, and especially when you think they might die and they have got a terrible illness. Like, if somebody had a terrible illness, I might not feel in the mood. And that doesn't mean I love the person any less. So you think if I had a terrible illness, you would not be in the mood? I mean, I don't know. I think that that scene is very unlikely to happen in real life. Where, like, suddenly it's a mysterious, terrible illness that's like ravaging your body and then i'd be like well let me show you how much i love you because well, I, I would also it. assume you'd feel a little so you'd feel very worried about the person because you don't even really know the extent of what's going and on all he was thinking about was like how he kept on getting hard in his pants and that's all he kept on yeah i will about. agree because like if you're like like if i had a mysterious terrible illness and you didn't even know what was wrong with me i assume you're going to be so worried about me that like probably that wouldn't be what's on your mind 
like getting busy. Because I, I think if you were very sick, that would not be what I was worried, concerned about. I'd mm-hmm. be worried about you mm-hmm. and, and like what would happen. So, I mean, yeah, that probably, <laughs> I do think I had that reaction. I was like, mm, I don't know. I mean, she's very, very sick. <laughs> I think that was what I thought. <laughs> But I just kind of like, I don't know that I just kind of like skipped over a lot of that part because I just the the, I told you the scene that I like a good steamy scene, but I didn't find these I actually didn't like very much. They Mm -hmm. they were just like a little bit too. Yes, I don't know. I mean, I I want I think it was just the novel itself. Like I thought most of the novel was not at all about that. But then every once in a while you just have this super explicit scene that took me out of the story. Mm-hmm. Whereas, every, every once in a while? Well, for the second half, a lot. <laughs> Even as they were making Every other chapter about But not at the beginning. Yeah. It took end. a while to get going, right. and they like were trying to resist, although they really didn't resist very hard. No. I'm not going to lie. I actually had the reaction of, like, he is the director. He needs to hold himself together until the movie's done. That is what I thought. Right. Even though the whole point was he was trying, but he couldn't, I actually was upset about it that he couldn't wait until the end of the movie. Right. So, which is kind of bad since it's a romance novel. But I really thought, like, if he really loves her, because you know, right, he would wait. I mean, they could just have a lot of tension for the second half, and just right. And of, like, I don't know, be together, of, get to of, know each other, find of going out to Santa Barbara and having like. An orgiastic weekend, you know? And then he was like, yeah, let's go out? Yeah. And I was like, that feels like not the right choice. (laughs) And then even like her of like, oh, I don't care. It's worth it. Like, I'll face it all because I want to be with you so much. I was like, no. I actually thought that. So I really, I really... I didn't mind the book. I, I thought it, like I said, I thought it was interesting, and I, it really did touch me emotionally. All the stuff with his mom, and then her being sick, and him like caring for her. But I didn't like that whole premise. I just thought he's like this super famous, powerful director. Mm-hmm. He could hold out for another month, right? You gotta wonder. Was the wild sex they're having, did that exacerbate her stress Stop. outbreak? So let's be honest. I mean, okay, it, is taxi- it is taxing on a body to have wild sex over and over and over again over the course of a few days and then try to like. And not sleep enough and be not. Hold it together for I actually movie. thought that was going to be a part of the conflict. I actually thought that's how she was going to react, but she didn't obviously. Well, she did. She started having her first outbreaks. No, but I mean, I thought she was going to say that Mm. or think that um, because it meant she wasn't resting and like taking care of herself the same way, even though she was taking care of different needs. Mm. But she didn't bring that up. So I'm going to guess that that is not. Different needs, huh? True. Tell me about those different needs. We've talked about those different needs already, I feel like, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did think it was, I mean, he was very sweet to her mm-hmm. and like really did try to take care of her. Yeah. And I thought that was nice. 
and I mean, beyond that, it was fairly traditional story, like a super successful man who's like very powerful, works all the time, doesn't, you know, won't fall in love and then meets some, you know. Young starlet. And falls in love with her because she's like so, she's like innocent and light and like not jaded by the ways of Hollywood or whatever. Mm -hmm. Pretty traditional story. Oh, yeah? You've read a lot of romance novels like that. I feel like probably... I feel like that was a very classic tale back in the day, like a Daniel Steele type. Mm. Okay. I know. There were some ragged breaths, so definitely. Um, I believe there were because so definitely, they could not contain their yeah, this is attraction. Back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. A um, lot of clitoral um, descriptions. Was excited about the eating ass description, so that was new for. Um, let me think. Oh, the Brazilian. There's, how she yeah, that was definitely very, got hairless yeah. beforehand. A lot of description of her being wet all the time, and like how she's wet, and she even discusses it with her friend. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Have you ever discussed with your friend? No, you, your relative. What? But wetnesses? you know, we could talk about the other parts of the book. No, the this history, is what I noticed. Why don't you? Why don't you want to talk about what I noticed? Yeah, that makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, talked about his penis size. That was important. Um, what else was there? Was there any novel sexual predilections? was licking of her feet. I'm not sure we've seen that before. No, and I know you do not like feet, so. Well, I I don't mind feet. I I probably won't be sucking feet if that's what you're asking. <laughs> like that's I feel like this thing. one has to have like a ra- this episode is taking a turn and we might have to mark it with an advisory. <laughs> For the three people that listen yes, to it every Yes, exactly. Week. So to our listeners, <laughs> I apologize in advance for this. Um, anything else that was novel, sexually novel? I think that might be it. No, I think it was more that it was just very explicit. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was that novel. No, it wasn't. Um, their first time they did it, she was on top. Mm-hmm. That's novel. Because you used to tell me that's when a woman gets her power. It's yes, usually, but we have usually I feel like seconds we've read is what a, you said. Yeah, it's usually not the first time, but I feel like we've read a couple where that happened first. Hmm. I don't know about that. So she had her power from the beginning. She did. There was no question. Yeah. Maybe that's what that says. Um, you know, it was kind of. Interesting, the Hollywood angle. I think it was that was believable. Um, it was all about like black Hollywood, which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. And they talked I about agree. how I thought that was interesting. You know the the struggle with the studio execs and mm-hmm. the, the financing of the film and that sort of thing. Um, that was kind of interesting. Um, There was a sort of like emphasis on 
like black justice issues, which I mm-hmm. thought was was not heavy handed, but was kind of interesting. Yeah, I from agree. the perspective of an artist who's trying to raise those issues in art. Yeah, through stories, through yeah. like there was telling the, the there stories. was the comment of like I did a documentary or I was approached about a documentary about the ravages of the crack epidemic versus the opiate the crisis current or something. The current suburban opioids. Yeah. yeah. That was where it started with him. Like, Yeah, those sorts of things. He was being things. celebrated for that. Yeah. Um, thought that was kind of interesting and didn't feel too heavy-handed. I'm pretty sensitive about that kind of stuff. And so I, I was like, okay, that's good. Yeah. It wasn't overkill. It wasn't like too much of that, but just enough to be interesting and be seem like could be true you know yeah i would imagine and that in his his role in that, that artists world of are that trying story, to raise some right. of those issues that they brought up um similarly desi you know she had you know she became successful during a time when it was very hard for people mm-hmm. of color to to be successful in their careers and she was able to do it. And um, there was the sense that it was a different time and it was harder, but it wasn't, again, it wasn't like overly emphasizing that it was, it was emphasizing the person who just yeah, happened and it to was be like in the raising of the situation time. of what mm-hmm. that would be like for that person and this like success and, mm-hmm. um, celebration of a talent but yet at the same time the context of what is going on yeah is really horrific really i mean that was during like yeah that was alabama in right you know the 20s Mm -hmm. 30s yep but i that's what i said in the beginning before you turned on to focusing on the other is that I thought that she did that in an interesting way. Because mm-hmm. a lot of novels will bring these kinds of things up. But it's a little heavy-handed. Yeah, but I, I thought this was interesting. Yeah. I um, would say that she did that deftly. Yeah. And introducing that like Harlem Renaissance story, which was like an interesting way to do that. more, mm-hmm. Probably a bit more creative than your average correct romance that's dealing with justice issues Mm -hmm. and so i really appreciate that i think that is why yeah it like there was that it didn't work quite work when it would like come out of that really interesting approach that she was taking to be like oh we got to get it on like we can't even like contain ourselves Mm -hmm. for like another month we're going to jeopardize all of this work that we're doing well, when you need it, you need it, you know. Sometimes you have other needs, as you would say, that just need to be taken care of, right? <laughs> oh. Yeah. You do. You do. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not sure we learned a lot about romance in this book. You don't think? I mean... There's obviously like the like what it means to stand by someone when they're going through like a really difficult illness. Yeah, but I, I keep on going back to the scene where he had to prove to her 
And so you'd feel like you couldn't take anything from that. I mean. By banging her when she's like feeling ugly and gross. you can set aside and all that of the other to her. things that you think are the most important because you love this person. So you say. Now, granted, he's rich and powerful, so it's easy. In some ways, it's both harder and easier. But, like, he can say, actually, this person and help and being with her is more important than all of these other things that have been so important in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And that she's beautiful, and she then is going through this that is, like, kind of, like, maybe not as beautiful physically in terms of like standards of beauty. Well, luckily she still had that ass as he commented numerous times. So I know we've already established. Fortunately, she still had that. So I guess he was able to, you know, we've already established that there is something a a little bit. um, It's like too focused in that direction. However, she lost some weight, but fortunately she didn't lose her ass. That actually, that comment actually I know, it's happened. actually made. She, he, like, checks to see. But I'm saying, like, he <laughs> finds that it's more important. or the, And that, like, it, there's something magical that, about it. Yeah, I agree. Big asses are magical no, and very important. I agree I'm with you. I'm talking about the love and that there's something magical about it. Why and are you hitting me? Because you are making me mad. Um... That there's something magical about it. Like, that love is, like... Yeah. A function of big ass. <laughs> no, because his mom. His mom was, the like, the he wise never commented one. on the size of the mom's ass. Uh, exactly, because that was not what mattered. You are not listening to me. The mom and the magical hour, the magic hour, and then the idea that, like, his mom found this beauty in the sunsets and... Mm-hmm. And that he, she loved them, and yeah, and then he like really loves her, and there's like something magical about it. Yeah, you know what else was magical? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't even think we can post this episode. <laughs> this might just have to be for us. <laughs> um. So I mean, I thought that was. That was good. And there was definitely talk about forgiveness mm-hmm. and the importance of forgiveness. Now, it wasn't in the context of them. It was in the context of her family. But mm-hmm. still, um, that is something meaningful and the difference between forgetting and forgiving mm-hmm. and the idea that when you forgive, you, you still know what happened, yeah. but you choose. I thought that was interesting. I mean, you didn't think there was anything to take away? It was very hard for me to oh, to take away, other than, like, some bad lessons about, like, that don't fit in the Me Too movement era. Like, I guess if you really are lusting after someone, you can just, you know, power dynamics be damned. Just, well, just, just, just whisk them away to Santa Barbara and just feast on the well, person she all weekend long. She consented, and maybe ruin their health at the same Stop time. Stop it! That you cannot say that. She well, it no. did happen right when, right when they were. But that's because we were ending, we were getting in the pool. to the point where we needed to like move on. 
well, finger banging in the pool, I think, is what was actually happening. Okay, I feel like we might have to be done with this show because clearly you can't, you don't think about anything else in that whole. There was just a lot of that stuff. There was. I said, from, I own that from the beginning. I'm not allowed to talk about it. Oh, I, you're that's not... what stays with me from the novel. I mean, I don't know what else to think about. Um,. What am I supposed to get from it, romance-wise? Um, I mean, if a man knows how to cook, that's good. <laughs> man takes care of his mother. Um, but that she she didn't know that. She was ready to jump in bed with him before she knew anything about him. No, remember, she had already seen the documentary. He made a documentary about his mother. That was his first. Yeah. But and that was her favorite. No, but it was about him. There was a, an electricity yes. from the very beginning. Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, he wasn't handsome. And then within the same chapter, he suddenly was handsome. Well, he smiled. Right. And he got handsome. But she was already drawn to him before he was handsome. Exactly. Yes, but still, he took care of his mother. That's the first thing we meet about him. But that's not... She's not attracted to him because of the way he is. No, but she decides to move forward with him because of the way he is. With his mother? No, he, like, takes care of the crew. He's like, I don't know. I Yeah, I don't know. I mean... It was a very interesting story. I mean, you yeah, tell me what right. I'm, what You're am right. I supposed to take from it? Tell me something that I'm supposed to take from it romance-wise. You say forgiving, but that was the sisters forgiving each other. Oh, I mean, I think the main thing is that, like, even if... That it's far more than physical attraction. I don't know. Even the part... But he was, like... It, she was in the hospital dying, and he was sitting there with her. Being with her, taking care of her, meeting her needs. All needs, not just those needs. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yes, but I see that look in your eyes. I don't know. I mean, he did notice her diet, but we already mm -hmm. said noticing little things. I mean, that's where important. I actually started before we ever did an episode. I said noticing. Yeah. The little things. So there's that, but it's not like we haven't seen that before a few times. Right, but I mean, I actually think that might be the most important thing still. Noticing. Yeah, it's all the little things. It's the noticing what people in, enjoy or appreciate or want without mm. them having to tell you. Yeah. So. That's what romance is. Yeah. Moral of the story, start noticing stuff. There you go. That's what you can take away. See, now you've actually stated it like that. I feel mm. like in the beginning you were kind of arguing with me about that being romance. Noticing stuff? Mm -hmm. I never argued. I don't know. I think if we look back at the very beginning, you, no. may, have, you may have not bought into that. No. Oh, I know noticing stuff is great. It's very important. <laughs> very important. But that's not all. 
It's a lot. I mean, what doesn't fit into that other than like forgiveness or um, attraction or what else? What is not, what doesn't fit into noticing? Sexual compatibility. I just said attraction. (laughs) Noticing what she likes or he likes, that's still noticing. Everything fits into that. But you know what that fits into, noticing stuff? fits into sexual compatibility. You start noticing stuff a lot more if you're sexually attracted. Yeah, but knowing what what drink they like like to have at night or like what they when they don't feel well. But you you automatically do that when you're attracted to someone. You're like, oh Oh, because you care to notice. Right. But it's the caring to notice that builds the romance, I think. More than the sexual compatibility. I think you are attracted to someone and you start noticing stuff about them because if you want more, if you want more, yes, from and you always want somebody more that you're like, some people don't, some people just want that, just want to be sexually attracted to somebody but don't notice anything about them. Yeah, I guess that's possible if you're like, you know, an Adonis and just have women, you know. Uh, always hanging off of you, then you b- might not notice. Yes, I go. I suppose that's true. But if you are singularly attracted to someone, chances are, unless you're like some sort of crazy person, you're going to start noticing little things about them. But don't you think it's easy to overlook the little things when you're just caught up in everyday life and you're busy and you have too much to do? Then and- you're just not that into the person. But you may be, and you may just no, have a lot to do. No. If you don't notice the little things, you're not that into them. I don't know. I don't think that's true. 100% it's true. Life can get in the way. Yes, like in the sister's case. Like you could get pregnant, I suppose, and then try to make it work, and then you're not noticing things about yourself, each other because you, you're not that in love or attracted. But, I mean, they made it sound like they built love over time. They decided to be in love. They decided to be together and be in a relationship. Well, the way I look at it is there are some people that notice little things about everybody. Right. Like the main character, the woman in this, was more of a noticer of everyone. And then there are people who don't notice much about anybody except for a few select people. And that's more like him. Right. Yeah. So in his case, I don't know what I'm supposed to learn, but like in his case, it was a function of him being attracted to her. Being in love with her. Well, at first it was just attraction. When he knew her. But he was captivated from the beginning. You knew it was going to be more than just an attraction. You knew it was going to be like forever love. Oh, did you? Yeah. I mean, will it really last forever? I don't know. But Oh, so you're doubting, huh? Well, I mean, you know the power imbalance always gets me in these books. And you're supposed to suspend it with the idea that it doesn't matter. What about us? Huge power imbalance. We are pretty equal. Huge power imbalance. (laughs) We are not... Imbalanced, as in, like he's a famous Hollywood director, and she's never been in a movie before. Is that right? Yes. Okay. That is an imbalance. 
Oh, it's okay. like that one we read where she was like, he was like a white soldier or whatever, yeah. spy. Yeah, white union spy. Union spy, and she was like a former slave. Or she wasn't, she was but she had, was acting as a slave. Yeah, she was a spy. During too. the Civil War. I mean, that's like, the imbalance is so hard. Like, I can't actually believe that love can... Like, maybe it can overcome it, but it's a very hard, it seems like it will be a very hard thing to overcome. What I remember from that is that they were hiding together, and she was in his lap and feeling him getting hard. Oh, I remember, I read something recently about that, and I can't, I wish I could remember what they called it. There's like a word for that, like, oh, danger bang. Evidently, it's like a thing in romance novels that in the midst of like serious danger, couples will. But they didn't bang. They but they just, did something. She was just in his lap. No, and no, felt they. Him. No, I think they did. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to read it no. again. But I'm pretty sure they did. They did. Or they did something. They definitely did something. They just. He just. No, go. We'll go back. I'll go look at the okay. book. I I've, know. They yeah, did I've got something. it in my Kindle too. I've got a great Kindle collection. Now. You do, don't you? Yeah. I would have if you had asked me a year ago what you would. Having your Kindle would have never predicted this. There you go. So that's something. I just have grown so much in this year. Have I'm, you? Because it seems like you still reject most of it. As Miss Blount said, I've really matured this year. Uh, have you? And, well, and do you think clearly. you have? Do you think you've learned anything from this? Oh yeah, I've learned a lot. Because <laughs> it seems like every week you're like, "There's nothing I can take from this." Well, there, there hasn't been. There hasn't been a lot of romance in these novels that we've been reading lately. Well, this had a lot of romance. It even had a lot of trappings of romance, like whisking away to a, you know, beach getaway. That is And, true. like, going to romantic dinner. Actually, and... the pre- that is one thing that's different. This one had a lot of preparation for romance. Right. They're both the man and the woman were both, were both really, really preparing <laughs> For yeah. their um, sexual interludes, and that was yeah. It wasn't just like forced. It wasn't just proximity. Yeah. It was like. And then he's got like a whole plan, and it turned out his plan was not that interesting. It was, it was just, just to make dinner and make spend dinner time together, and then just bang her a lot. <laughs> but he wanted to make dinner first. Yeah, but that was his plan. You're, you know, actually, now that you say that, that's true because most that is not the case. But they were both preparing, and they both went in knowing that this is what they wanted to happen. Yeah. It wasn't a... And then he kept on asking her for consent. He did. Every step of the way. He had to, though. Again, power imbalance way high. Yeah. So they he had to. Had to. So he's a good guy, after all. Well, I still disagree with the choice, but he didn't do, like... He didn't force himself But if they hadn't... She would have gotten sick, and they would have never Why? Ended up together. They could have built a relationship without it. No, but not if she became sick. She would have been too embarrassed to let him know anything, and he would have felt. So you think that weird. was necessary for the vulnerability it's that just, it would take to be sick? I think in front was, of someone. So that's something you be. You're very vulnerable to, like in a real loving relationship. They're gonna see you at your like lowest. Mm-hmm. Points, and you can't really hide it from them. Yeah. So that's also a novel. For her, at least, he didn't really have any low points. But 
Yeah, she she uh, asked for what she wanted a lot from him. She did. Did you notice that? Well, I was going to say, like, it was a very conscious coupling. It was very, you're right, like, you don't like when it's, like, a forced thing. There was no forcing in this. This was very much, they both wanted it, they both went after it, and they did it. And, I mean, they, they built a relationship is what I mean by that. You didn't mean they... No. Did it in, in the sense that I might say you Exactly. Did okay. I did not mean that. Um, and so there was no forced proximity or things like yeah. that that bother you about a lot of romance novels. Exactly. So you could take that too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, what week are we at? I think this is 47. Okay. So... We still, but we have to do, we, we, so we only have a few more weeks. Yeah. But we have one extra week because it's 50 novels. The first week we didn't start a novel. So it's. Okay. We'd have 51 podcasts. Okay. Are you ready What's to be next done? Week? I'm ready for us to find the next thing that we're going to do. Are you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I now forgot the title. I need to go get it. Hold that thought. Okay. You can talk about something. I I knew this, but I wanted to charge my phone. Maybe I could tell the listeners all the lurid parts of the novel that I went through. Let me think. Um, Lots of descriptions of the woman genitalia. I'm back. I'm back. We can move on. I am glad that you didn't read this on paper so then you couldn't mark all your passages. You didn't want me to read out loud? So it did work out. We're reading A Winter in New York by Josie Silver. A Winter in New York, okay. A Winter in New York by Josie Silver. What's it about? It is about... Iris, who moves to New York from London. Yes. <laughs> what, what else is happening? When Iris decides to move to New York to restart her life, she realizes she underestimated how big the Big Apple really is. All those nostalgic movies set in New York she'd watch with her mom while eating their special secret recipe gelato didn't quite do it justice. But Bobby, Iris's best friend, isn't about to let her hide away. He drags her to a famous autumn street fair in Little Italy. And as they walk through the food, food, food stalls, a little family-run gelateria catches her eye. Could it be the same shop that's in an old photo of her mother's? Curious, Iris returns the next day and meets the handsome Geo, who tells her that the shop is in danger of closing. His uncle, sole keeper of their family's gelato recipe, is recovering from a stroke and can no longer remember it, so they can't make more. When Iris samples the last remaining batch, she realizes that their gelato and her gelato are one and the same. But how can she tell them she knows their secret recipe when she's not sure why Gio's uncle gave it to her mother in the first place? Iris offers her services as a chef to help them recreate the flavor and finds herself falling for Gio and his family. But when Gio's uncle finally wakes up, all of the secrets Iris has been keeping threaten to ruin the new life and new love she's been building. 
I'm so excited. I'm so excited about this. Well, I just know that I have read books by Josie Silver before that I have loved. So while the description is maybe not um, super interesting. Very exciting. Very exciting. Very (laughs) exciting for a man to be reading about gelato recipes. (laughs) But it's the mystery. Or the mystique, if you will. Clearly, family is going to be important. So yeah. it's um, a winter in, De- in New York. A winter in New York Josie by Josie Silver, Silver next week. 